0: Is everybody in? Is everybody in? The show
1: is about to begin.
0: Welcome to another episode of Concerts That Made Us, I'm your host Brian and I'm back with another great episode this week. Before I tell you all about it I just want to give you some updates. So we've officially launched the Concerts That Made Us store on both Teespring and Teepublic, so make sure you head over there and check out some of the cool designs we have. I've ordered quite a bit myself and I can't wait to get them. And always you can stay up to date on everything to do with Concerts That Made Us by finding and following us on social media. And make sure you join the TKOK Podcast Network group on Facebook. But now, my guest this week is Bill from The Way Podcast. The Way Podcast is a radio show on Connecticut 91.7 FM. In this episode, we discuss Bill's love of hip hop and rap music and delve into the concerts he's been to throughout the years. So, without further ado, let's get on with the show.
1: Hi, Bill. You're very welcome to the show tonight. Yeah, thanks for having me on the show. I'm happy to be here. No
0: problem. Glad to have you. So uh, before we get started, do you want to tell the listeners a bit about your podcast?
1: Yeah, sounds good. I'm Bill with The Way Podcast. If you're in Connecticut, FM 91.7 on Wednesdays, 5 o'clock. And I just sit down and talk to experts. Uh, one guest spent seven years following cocaine in Colombia, wrote a book on it. Recent guest, uh, Uruguay, first prisoner hacker arrested just experts on furious topics tuning for that podcast the way.com
0: that actually sounds really interesting so uh how does it work with the i take it it's a radio
1: show as well yeah it is yep
0: how does that work
1: um well since covid the studio has been closed which is why you see me in my room right now got my bed right next to me (laughs) (laughs) but it's um yeah like i'd go in the studio used to record live on the air but now, because of COVID, it's been closed down, so I just uh, stream, and unfortunately I can't... Wait, can I swear on this show? Yeah, yeah, work away. Oh, perfect. Because on my show, I talked to uh, well, since we're talking about music, I talked to Ken Lewis. He was a producer. He's got his 103rd platinum gold record the other day. Oh <laughs> <laughs> That was probably my favorite top three easy interviews. Mm. But he was telling a story where he's talking to like Eminem or something, and He's saying, yo, these fucking assholes, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not live, but I forgot to edit that part out. So, yeah. So we had a whole meeting with the organ- organization and I'm I going to this meeting because I know I'm like in trouble. Mm. And I'm thinking like they don't got nothing on me. I didn't. I've, every episode I critique, I make sure there's not a single swear. I didn't fuck nothing up. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, all right, let's roll the three clips because they got tagged. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And you just hear like the F bomb, you hear everything, you hear oh, shit. Oh man. I'm like, yeah, I can't um I can't pull that off. I can't lie that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It'll probably be just a slap on the wrist or something, will it? If I fuck fuck up again, it's a six month suspension. Oh Jesus. Yeah, and I, I'm on probation until twenty twenty-three. Oh man. Yeah, it's a little extreme if you ask me, but
0: Yeah, yeah, I completely agree. <laughs> It sounds like you have some really
1: exciting guests, though. How do you uh, how do you go about finding the guests? Um, pretty much social media. Like, I don't know exactly how, but that's how I reach out. Like a few guests made uh, documentaries mm. that I enjoyed, So I just went on social media, looked up their names, shot them a message. Yeah. But mainly like Reddit, Twitter, Instagram is like a great tool for that. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. It's, um, it's great that these days the world has got a lot smaller. It is. Yeah. Which also makes it a little more stressful because like, oh, now everybody's seeing what everybody's doing all the time. Yeah. Like your friends and family always posting these crazy pictures and stuff. But no, the world, that's definitely a big perk of it.
0: Yeah, definitely. Especially for guys like us that do something like this, you know, making everything so accessible and celebrities so accessible. That's how I even got on the show. I reached out to you on Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Not that I'm a celebrity or anything. <laughs> <laughs> and not yet. Well, I can always hope. So we'll uh, we'll move on to the concerts. How would you describe your musical taste?
1: So I like to listen to um, like every variety. I'll listen to like maybe some like rock here or some like lo-fi beats or something. But primarily, the I like to l- listen to modern hip-hop rap. Right, right. Cool, I too. see you had a lot of people who like to go to old bands and stuff like that, but yeah, I'm more of a modern, uh, younger generation.
0: Yeah. I, I was just going to say, I think you're the, the first guest I've had. Who's more of a, has more of a modern taste, but, um, so, uh, what was the first single or album
1: you've ever purchased? Um, I actually really got into collecting them and that's why I'm looking up right now. Cause I got to look at them. Right. <laughs> but, uh, Mac Miller, the Circles album. Oh. Uh, do you know who Mac Miller is? I've heard of him. I'd kind—I of, wouldn't be too familiar with him, but I'd know the name. He's the um. Put it like this: I played this album for my grandma, who hates like modern music, and she loved it. Really? It's like every generation, if you are listening, they hate the modern rap hip hop industry. I recommend Circles by Mac Miller. You—you you can't hate that album. Right, right. I'll—I'll uh, I'll have to keep that in mind. So. And what's crazy about that album, too, is I got it after he died because he passed away. Yeah. And when it came in, it came in as this transparent, like this, like instead of like a black or colored disc, it's this transparent, like glass looking thing that just looks incredible.
0: Oh, man. (laughs) That uh, that sounds interesting. All right. Your first concert, then.
1: What what was it and when was it? It was a maybe like 2016, I want to say, but it was Kendrick Lamar. Oh, who, cool. um, yeah, he's, uh, probably top in the game right now. Mm. So I was happy. That's my first one. And this was right when he won the Pulitzer prize for his, no, wait, it was 2018 because the damn album came out in 2018. So yeah, he just won the Pulitzer prize and it was cool. Cause there was a part of the concert where he's up on the stage and, There's this whole billboard thing, like freaking 15, 20 feet in the air Mm. that says Pulitzer Kenny because Kendrick Lamar, Pulitzer Kenny, and then he goes on top of it and starts singing from the top of this, like, like very thin, narrow thing, like he's balancing on. (laughs) (laughs) I take it. He didn't fall or anything. No, no, he didn't. That'd be. A different kind of concert then.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, different kind of experience. How did you? Uh, how did you get into Kendrick
1: Lamar? Uh, how did I? He um, he's pretty much the top. when people think of the modern rappers or the modern hip hop, hmm. it's always Kendrick Lamar and Jay Cole. Hmm. So being in that music industry or liking that kind of music, it's just kind of hard to not like like listen to his music, and it's very good. I enjoy his style a lot. So I guess just like knowing the industry or that's how I got into Kendrick Lamar. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I agree though. He's uh he'd actually be one that I'd, I'd know straight off the bat. And there's a couple of his songs. I probably couldn't name them now, but if they came on the radio, I'd, I'd know I've heard them before,
1: you know, they're, they're good. Yeah. I need to collect some of his albums. I don't have any of them. Really? Yeah, I really do. I really have to get that next they're expensive that's the thing <laughs> yeah yeah geez what is an album these days everyone streams yeah exactly that's why it's weird they're coming back but they're like 25 30 Jeez, for an actual cd now not vinyl oh no vinyl. yeah oh vinyl yeah yeah
0: yeah vinyl is around the same same over here 25 30 or then of course the older they are you know if you go for the beatles or johnny cash it could be ending up to 60 70
1: (laughs) that's why now that i'm into it my mom keeps like saying oh i wish i had my records because i'd show her some old ones that go for like 500 a thousand dollars even like the crazy ones like yeah yeah (laughs) my parents are the same
0: actually i remember when i was a child my mother had this huge box with all these old final records. I remember one was an original of the Greece soundtrack from like 1977 or something. But years ago, she got rid of all of them when she got a CD player. That's what happened to a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So um, if you had to, uh, if you had to pick one song that, uh, that stick out in your mind to be linked to the memory of the Kendrick Lamar concert, which would
1: it be? Huh. Definitely from that damn album. That's the one that I probably would buy next because, like I said, that was released very big at that time. Mm-hmm. Maybe um maybe the song God, because the chorus of that is like this is what God feels like, and they sings mm-hmm. like melody, and at that point he was like top. He's still at the top, but like is he was very mainstream, very everywhere. Yeah. And the whole concert was just, like, kind of singing that song. It didn't, wasn't anything crazy or special, but just in the time with the pulled surprise and everything going on. And it being be my first concert. It was just such a nice, like, song to go with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It sounds like a, a perfect fit. I think that whole album, each song had, like, a one-name title. And I think, like, each title was supposed to be, like, one of his emotions or something. I don't know. Every artist likes to do their own, like, unique things unique spin but that was supposed to be the unique spin of that album oh interesting interesting
0: i take it he felt like god with that song so (laughs) i guess he did yeah he was at the top yeah um so the last concert you've been to
1: when and where was that i think it was between two i think my last one though i'll have to say was juice world and um Ski mask, and do you know Juice World? I don't. He's um, he's like middle upper, but it's unfortunate because he passed away last year because of uh, ov- uh, with the industry, a lot of rappers are passing because of opioids and whatnot. Right, right, yeah, yeah. So he was one of those, and that's one of the reasons I'm so happy I saw that concert because hmm. he's one of my top three favorites, and now it's a memory. Like, wow, I was I got to see him like and the opportunity to, uh, won't come again like mac miller i'm mm. so upset i'll never be able to see one of his concerts
0: yeah 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 geez that um that's kind of makes it more special you
1: know you're one of the lucky few that they get same. definitely i kick myself every day because i buy a hoodie or like something at every concert yeah <laughs> this concert for some reason i'm like let me save the money it's expensive Oh. And I kick myself every day for not buying a hoodie. Oh
0: man. Oh. But uh, I'm the same. I usually get t-shirts. There uh, they're a must-have
1: at concerts, just little memento for the for the day, you know. You have to because they become worth more too, like just in like terms of like monetary value, even if you cared about that. Hmm. Because you can only get them at concerts sometimes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Although I'm sure you have it over there as well outside the concerts
0: afterwards, there's lots of guys selling like rip off versions of them where you put them in the washing machine and the letters start peeling off straight away.
1: Yep, definitely. And that's, um, I mean, I wouldn't have sold the hoodie, hmm. but I could have bought it for 60 bucks, I think it was. And after the news, it was. For like $180, $200 online. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, it's crazy. Oh, sorry. Oh, I was also going to say the industry likes to kind of get predatory with it. Where like this other rapper who passed away, I wanted to buy his album mm. after he died. And when they usually go for 25 30 this thing was like $45, $50. Oh, man.
0: Yeah, not worth it. No, no, it's ridiculous. Though they shouldn't be allowed to do that. You know, it's the exact same product, and just because someone died, you know, they're making a book off their debt. It's well, they it's see just the dollar signs with it. Yeah, yeah, that's all the big companies really care about, anyway, the money. They don't care about the actual artist or what the artist
1: is going through. I know it's true and unfortunate.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: So, what was that concert actually like? So yeah, that one was um, like again, that was Mac Miller died like a few months before that. So Juice World has this one song called Legends, hmm. which I recommend everybody tune in. That's another one. Like even if you don't like rap hip hop, it's such a great song. Legends, check it out, people listening. <laughs> right, right. We'll have to check it out. But, yeah, he wrote it about like how all the rappers and everybody was dying, and like how they all fall in the making. They're always dying as they becoming famous yeah which is kind of an irony because he ended up passing later and at that time when that song was playing uh the other guy who was there ski mask his hmm. best friend uh died he was another rapper who died because his name was xxx 10 on i forgot how he died was it drugs or did he get shot i don't remember that's actually one i have heard of i think he got shot didn't he i think he did yeah i think he hmm. was shot another theme too yeah he um and also yeah then juice will become his new best friend and then he dies so a poor guy but yeah at the concert so that song plays and they show like a clip of xxx and people singing along to that hmm. and i like xxx but then the mac miller part came up and they show a great clip of him like just being like a humble kid like a just saying he wants to make a name for himself. He wants to like all that stuff. Yeah. So while the concert's playing and while like that's going on, it was just a great moment. Probably one of my favorite concert moments ever. Hmm. Yeah, I, I can, uh, I can really understand
0: that. All right. So uh, it really get to you, really stick in your mind. And
1: it's again, one of the moments you'd feel special to have experienced it. I know. I almost think go to that concert too. Cause I had to, like will my friends go with me
0: oh no really
1: (laughs) but thank god (laughs) yeah yeah
0: exactly exactly Mac Miller actually is he Um, he was he going
1: out with Ariana Grande no he was yeah Uh, yeah I thought that was him he made an album it was the Defined Feminine it was called and was supposed to be like with her or dedicated to her or something but that's when they were dating yeah yeah yeah
0: I knew I yeah She, her name popped up when you mentioned him first, but um, it's kind of a, a running team. As you've said, people in that field of music, they pass away young or pass away
1: before they make it huge. Why do you think it is? I think, I think it's a combination of like, they come from like these crazy backgrounds or something. So maybe that's rough on them. Mm -hmm. But then at the same time, they want to become these rappers. They want to become these famous people in the industry because they want the fame. They want that recognition. They want that to be at the top. Yeah. And maybe that's like doesn't answer the problem they were having. So maybe they just still need drugs to feel better or it's it could be that side or it could also be now that I'm at the top, let me party get as fucked up as I can. Yeah, it's all just go nuts every day and it catches up to them yeah yeah
0: that's uh that's a good point it's almost like i always kind of thought it was like a kid who never had anything all of a sudden opens a door and he can have everything he wanted and it's just overindulgence. yeah it just becomes too much <laughs> yeah yeah but uh I'm probably completely wrong now, but as someone that isn't as big into rap, it always seems like those guys just want the fame and the image more so than it's like that matters more to them than the actual
1: music. If you get what I mean, especially gangster rap. It could be. Also, I would say you'll be surprised because do you know who Chief Keefe is? I don't. He's he's another, like he's the most street rapper he's like one of those like real like kind of what you'd ex, uh, expect mm. and one of my guests was Slavic Livens. he's an audio engineer for like a lot of people in the music industry yeah and he, he was telling me Chief Keef is the most humble like the most only cares about the music guy in the world mm. and like if you google search him or something it's just not something I would have expected too much yeah, yeah, it's kind of refreshing
0: though when you do hear a story like that, or you do see an artist like that. You know, it's a kind of it makes you have a bit more faith in the genre or the artists within the genre. It's good to see someone that is there for the music, you know, instead of the the gold chains and the image and you
1: know. Yeah, it makes a whole difference because I know um, like the rapper Six Nine, hmm. um, he's sort of like what you just describe though where like when i look at him i don't think he cares about the music and he was he was like uh one of those fashion guys or something at first where he'd wear streetwear and like take photos and the industry made him into this rapper oh yeah so like you could i see how people enjoy his music but when i see that i just can't listen to the guy yeah yeah isn't he or was he in witness protection or something like that or yeah he's also kind of known as a rat because he uh likes to snitch on a lot of people (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah that um and yet he's still alive
0: and there's other artists that isn't it's weird you would think he'd have a a big number on his head
1: if there was a deadpool like in real life he would be at the top of that (laughs) yeah 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 definitely but uh i don't know maybe he has friends in high places he was a blood, I think. So maybe that helps him out. But then again, maybe with the industry, he's got like a money backing. So like just security that protects him everywhere or something. I don't know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe be, uh, be interesting if they ever make a movie about it.
1: Yeah. They did, um, another rapper who overdosed, uh, Little Peep. They made a movie on him like a year after he OD'd. Really? Yeah. He was, um, not too much my style i did like a song or two of his i didn't really know who he was until after he died but he's been like top 250 on spotify like and it's like four years later i think oh man jeez. the one side of like the artist dying is their sales skyrocket yeah yeah they always
0: uh they always reach that kind of legendary status when they die yep definitely So, um, which, uh, which song sticks out in your memory for that concert?
1: Well, like I said, the uh, legends one, just cause like that one sticks out more than like the Kendrick one, just cause like I said, he's my, he's tied for second place with Mac Miller for my favorite, but it was just such a great, like, I don't want to say irony, Mm. but like, it's just such a great moment. You see a dedication to Mac Miller the guy who got me into music, like the first artist I would listen to. Yeah. It was a great concert. He's one of my favorite artists. And then the fact that I was able to see that song, see that concert, like just all made that a great moment. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking it was
0: that song. All right. <laughs> so um, this will bring us to the worst
1: concert experience you've ever had. <laughs> yeah. So I guess I'll say I'll answer that with, like, two different concerts. Okay, okay. (laughs) So I never have any, like, bad personal things, but there was a concert I went to, and the next day it was all over the news that they were going to ban rap concerts at uh, Xfinity Center in Hartford Hmm. because of all the fights that would break out. (laughs) And at that concert, I was, like, right next, like, in the dead center, like, right next to the fight, at least five times because there were so many fights that concert it's like oh man i mean it's it's entertaining i'm not gonna lie but i want to see the concert yeah 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 i've broken up fights too at like tailgates like two or three but at the concert fuck that (laughs) no way (laughs) fuck that
0: (laughs) yeah geez so that's pretty wild i've never actually been to a concert now where a fight has broke out let alone five would it be a
1: a running team with uh rap concerts yeah so um i'm trying to remember what concert that was too i wish i could remember but (laughs) (laughs) i guess it just depends so i'd say it could be more of a theme i've never haven't been to any other concerts so i can't compare it yeah the one outside of rap was like blink 182 but that was with little wayne so it still was a rap concert (laughs) (laughs) right right yeah so i can't compare it so i don't know exactly but they do pop i've seen quite a few pop up yeah yeah it's interesting
0: i don't know i'd uh i think it actually ruined the concert for me even if i was like way up in the stands or anything and i seen people fighting I think it would ruin it for me because, like, you're not here to, you know, fucking act like a jackass and get into a fight with someone. You're here for the show to enjoy the music. You're obviously going to get kicked out and miss the show. So just cop on, you know, grow up and cop on. 100%. I mean, it kills your buzz. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. You know, everyone should be having a good time and in good
1: spirits that concert. And that's, I, that's what I love about concerts, too, because I'll see the other side where, like, I'll see so many strangers, like, just passing blunts around. Yeah. Everybody's just having a good time, too. Like, everybody's, like, almost hugging to the music. You're dancing with people you don't even know. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's it. It's a real
0: community thing. You know, it's almost like when you're at a concert, no one is a stranger. Everyone is your friend almost. Literally. Yeah. So that's the,
1: that's the beauty of it, though yeah definitely definitely and yeah want me to answer the other concert that i said answers your question i was just literally <laughs> gonna ask it yeah yeah so this isn't even like an event i just spent like 120 dollars to see a travis scott concert right right who's like top of the list and it's a good concert too but i'm i spent 120 bucks to be like way in the top corner of this oh, giant man. stadium i like the guy i've Paid the money because I want to see a concert. I want to be able to say I saw him in show, mm. but not worth it unless you're like Xfinity Center, like the one. My that's my favorite. They have this grass section that's far away. Yes, yeah, but you're still like with a bunch of people. That's where like everything's happening. You're still having a great time, mm. but this time you're stuck in your bleach chair up in the corner, and it's music that you want to be like moving, dancing. Yeah, and nah I just spent so much money to then like be up there and like just watch this show that I could watch some of my tv at that point
0: yeah yeah exactly (laughs) geez that's uh that's awful expensive to be all the way back there what uh what price is concerts
1: usually over in the states yeah so um like it depends on the concert too so like Xfinity Center Mm. uh, like you can get the front down low like right in front of the uh, artist for I don't even know, like maybe 150 to like 500, even depending yeah. on the guy. I always get the 30, $50 lawn tickets way in the back. Mm. It's a great, I enjoy it. And the whole, it's all like on a slant. So I still can see everything great. Yeah. Yeah. Then, um, like I said, the, uh, stadium that might cost more if you're out in the bleachers. Mm. So something like that, I'd say like why I usually spend 30 to $50. I try to. Yeah. But like I was telling you before we were recording on my show, I just recorded an episode with this guy who did a whole research, like study on how the ticket prices are like, they're all being bought out by Ticketmaster and all these corporations and inflated. Hmm. Because what the venues want to do is they want to give cheap uh, price tickets so everyone can go. They want those reoccurring guests in the rap rap, hip hop industry. A ton of people can't really afford to. Get nice seats or anything, so they want those thirty dollars tickets, so people keep coming to the concerts. Yeah, but what well, like some of these companies are doing is they're buying out all the tickets and then inflating the prices. So sometimes the tickets will be more than like thirty dollars. Sometimes to be like seventy. dollars mm, Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it's really
0: not fair though. You know that they do that, but it's a business to them. They don't
1: really care about people seeing the show. Yeah, you know. and it sounds so criminal and like predatory, but it's also supply and demand because people are going to pay those higher prices. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's uh, it's crazy to think though, that they're actually able to get away with something like that. You know, if it was any other industry, there'd be, it'd be shut down. There'd be, you know, there'd be uh, stuff there to stop
1: people taking advantage. I know. And I really wish so, because it's so criminal. I hate it. Mm. And they passed a law. It was based off of Bruce Springsteen. It right. was called the Boss Act or something like that. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think that's the actual name. But uh, yeah, like it didn't do anything or it barely done anything. Oh,
0: right, right. Yeah. Over here, um, general admission. Most concerts are general general admission. And it's, say, anywhere from 50 to 70. Is what you'd pay Unless it's like A big outdoor concert And it's a big Big Act You know And then you have The general admission For 50 to 70 Then you'd have The golden circle Which is right in front Of the stage And that Would probably be 90 to 110 But that'd be the
1: most Unless you're paying For a Three day festival Ticket You know Yeah And I I I'm kind of upset Because I haven't gone To a festival concert yet Really yeah. There was the New York uh gov- government ball or gov ball that hmm. I really want to see, but then COVID came. Yeah, yeah. Well, I've never heard of that the New York Gov Ball. What's that like? It's um so yeah, they take like uh it's a three-day event. Hmm. Last time I looked at it, they had like Eminem as one of the top, Travis Guy as another top, and like someone else. And then they just have just a ton of like artists, so like probably 40 a day or something like that oh man (laughs) yes this huge event i really wanted to see (laughs) sounds like heaven yeah and i'm into like it would have been but hopefully when COVID passes yeah and then there's this other event that like i said i'm into hip-hop rap but i do appreciate like grateful dead or like maybe that kind of music maybe even Mm -hmm. red hot chili peppers etc yeah there is this old event i forget what it's called what's like the when you think of a famous old concert uh, ball from like 100 years ago or 75 years ago, what do you think of? Woodstock? Yeah, maybe it was Woodstock or I don't want to say Lollapalooza, but there was a 75-year anniversary for one of those. Right. That they were going to start like, come, uh, that they're going to celebrate. Like It's been 75 years, so we're going to throw uh, the third uh, anniversary party or concert for it, whatever you mm. call it. Yeah. And I was kind of excited to go see that because I wanted to again it's not my kind of music, but I'll still freaking want to check that out. But it got canceled because not even because of COVID. It got canceled because they couldn't figure out the planning or something like that.
0: Oh man, probably all the zoning and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, and I was fortunate enough that it was nearby, so I could have made it like it was a drive away. It's like a day drive, but still drive. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) And
0: it's not even as if it's COVID like it's uh it's not like oh yeah a year's time it'll be back you know unless they can figure out some way to get around it and actually
1: put the show on you know literally like I mean now you got wait another what 25 years for the 100 year anniversary (laughs) 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 yeah but uh a show like that, though, it's
0: a—it's uh, not just a show, it's an experience, you know, and I really understand why, even though it wouldn't be your type of music, you'd want to go just to be able to say that you were there and for the experience, you know, I'd yeah. love something like that myself, even if it was something that I wasn't into at all, I'd still love to go.
1: Yeah, you got to appreciate like every style. Yeah. And I also like looked up just now, I think it was Woodstock. I think that was the 75 year anniversary of <laughs> oh Jesus, that would have been good. That would have been awesome. The um,
0: you, uh, you mentioned the uh, Bruce Springsteen and the boss act actually. It made me think of a funny little story about Bruce Springsteen when he played in Ireland. So up in Dublin, there's uh, the stadium and it's like surrounded by houses. It's in a really urban area. And it's an open air stadium and he was playing there, but there's a, a curfew and I think it's 10, 10 30 and no act can play past that time. They have to sign everything and all saying, yeah, the show will be over well before then. So he's having a great time on stage. I wasn't actually at the show now. I know people who were, and it was all over the newspapers. He was, uh, he was having a great time playing on stage. And this guy comes out and says, you've got half an hour left. Okay, yeah, yeah, no problem. I'll finish up. You've got 15 minutes left. Yeah, no problem. You've got 5 minutes left. Okay. Okay, Bruce, time's up. You know what? Fuck you guys. Here's a check. I'll play until I fucking want. So, <laughs> you know, I thought it was really cool. It's uh it just shows like he he can do what he wants. Wow, that's he's a legend for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That actually make me like him more. <laughs>
1: I bet I went to a concert once that was kind of like that. Where um, uh, it's actually I'm wearing the hoodie now with everybody. It's a uh, I saw the concert. It's Logic, and mm. he just released the Everybody album, which eh, it was okay. Honestly, ever since that album, he's kind of fallen off. Right. His old stuff's my favorite, but like he's still doing okay. Mm. But yeah, at the concert, at the very end, he's saying like, "Hey, I'm," uh it's the end of the time or. Yeah, like this is the end. Every time I do you guys want me to keep playing and everybody's like, "Yeah, we want you to keep uh rapping, we want you to keep singing. We're, we we want to see the concert." Mm. And he uh he says, "Well, too bad if I stay every minute an extra $15,000. What do you think about that?" <laughs> and we're we're like, "No, we want to see. We want to see." He goes, all right. All right. If I say I want to leave, I want you all to shout out, fuck you and put up a middle finger at me. <laughs> and we're like, what? He's like, so should I go? And the whole concert's going,
2: fuck you.
1: <laughs> should I go? Should I go? Fuck you. <laughs> and yeah, they like, all right, I'll play another song. Yeah. <laughs> he yeah. played, I think, two or even three more songs after that. Oh. <laughs> It's uh, it's the experiences like that, though, that
0: make make the whole experience of going to a concert even better. You know, it's uh, the little the little moments like that are even I love when an artist is performing and they'll actually stop between the songs and have a bit of banter with the crowd and, you know, tell a story or, you know, invite someone up on on stage. I hate I've been to shows before and they just come out, pick up their instrument straight into a song that ends straight into another one. It's the
1: the little interactions and everything with the crowd that actually make the concert. Definitely. That's why that logic concert is my favorite because there was just so many things like that, that happened throughout the whole thing. Yeah. 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 It sounds like a good one, especially judging by the end. Yeah. Oh no, yeah. It ended on a great. note. it was the whole thing like that. Yeah. Kendrick Lamar concert. I said before my first one, mm. great time. By I ever had that vibe where it's like, all right, it's a good show. I'm enjoying it. The end. Yeah. But the logic one, there were so many offense where like, like I said, at the end of the fuck you part, hmm. but there was also like one part, one point he has uh he picks up somebody in the crowd to come up on stage. And then he starts playing. Uh, what's that old, like uh mortal combat. I think it was mortal Kombat, Yeah. Like the old one, all right. kind of like the old Nintendo 60, whatever, whatever it is. I forget the name. And the, he starts playing the game with like some kid in the crowd, and we all like watch the best two out of three.
0: Oh man! <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: I've never seen that at a concert. That actually sounds pretty cool. Yeah, there's this big projector, so it's like the whole freaking back of the thing. You just see the match going on. <laughs> Can you remember who lost? Oh, Logic won. Uh, <laughs> he won two out of three. So like the girl, she won one, but he he took the. He plays a lot. (laughs) You think just for the uh, entertainment factor, though, he would have let her win. He let her win one.
0: (laughs) Yeah, true, true.
1: (laughs) But then there was another thing where, like, some kid was like out in the crowd or something, and like he's going, "Like, what's going on with that kid? Yo, that kid looks like he's on fucking shrooms. (laughs) Yo, everybody, shout out this shroom kid over here." We got nicknamed shroom kid and kept getting like referenced throughout the rest of the show. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Forever known a shroom kid. Yeah. It is trended on Twitter the next day, I think. Cause everybody kept tweeting like, oh, shroom kid. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised it hasn't, uh, I'm surprised it hasn't become a meme or maybe it has. It was like a little short term. You saw like, I forgot some, I forgot them, but they were like. Some short memes, so like when you see Shroom Kid. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: so uh, this will—you've probably covered this question numerous times now. But we'll uh, we'll move on to your best concert experience. Yeah. So uh, the Logic concert. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. 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 And I—I uh, I have another question, but I have a feeling you've uh, covered it already as well. The best experience you've had at a concert that didn't have anything to do with the performer.
1: Yeah, so best experience that didn't have anything to do with the performer. So I can't say like the Juice World one because that's the performer. Yeah, true. Ah, uh, Shoot. That's a rough one because so I guess I'll think more in the crowd. It's just I don't know. Maybe me and my friends ain't edible. So like that just made the concert fun, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> but I don't know if there's like a particular experience that I can point to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess I can not answer that one.
0: <laughs> okay. Okay. It happens. It
1: happens. They are uh, kind of tough questions, especially when they're spurred the moment. Yeah. Yeah. But someone's going to come to me like freaking in an hour or two and I'll be like, Hush, <laughs> yeah, that was huge." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'll have to send me an email and I'll have to include it in the outro. <laughs> so this was his best experience. <laughs> it's hard too, because sometimes you don't remember the full concert too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
0: exactly.
1: <laughs> right. Um. So we'll get a
0: little more personal now. So if, uh, if you could see any performer who's living or dead in concert, just one time, who would it be?
1: I, I'd, I'd have to say Mac Miller. Okay, I had a feeling. Yeah, it's just such a great his um his mixtape, the Kids album, mm. uh, K I D S kicking incredibly dope shit. <laughs> that album, it uh, it just really got me into music when I was young. Yeah, I snowboarded, so I had these uh head helmet that had a outlet that I plug into, and the speakers came out of the earpiece. Oh, cool. And I would just play that album constantly. I know like the lyrics to almost every song. Hmm. When he died, I got uh, the re-release a a final record of that album, but they kind of took out the kid's logo at the top. I'm still happy. I got it. Yeah. But just, yeah, like seeing him in concert would just be a great experience. I feel like. Yeah, I could imagine.
0: I could imagine, especially, you know, an artist that means that much to you. I, I, obviously have artists that would be the exact same. So I can be uh I can totally understand what what that mean to you. And if you could get to see him perform just one song at this concert, what would the song you really want to hear him
1: sing live? What would it be? Yeah. Well well first actually I wanna say two. Okay. I'm jealous of my cousin because he got to see him in concert and he's the one that got me on the Mac Miller train. Yeah. And he, uh, him or like his best friend. No, I think he did. He was out on the side of the venue mm. and Mac Miller's like, so it wasn't like as crazy, but his best Mac Miller's best friend came out and like smoked a cigarette with him and just started telling him all about like answering his questions and whatnot. Like, oh yeah, it's like this industry. And the guy's like this and that. Oh man. And yeah, he's supposed to be a chill dude is what I remember. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, if I could have a song from him played. What would it be? Um, he's got like eight. Uh, so I guess I'd say a hundred grandkids because that's my favorite song by him. Hmm. And every like every verse he says is just in an incredible bar. Right. So it's it's not like a mellow song. He just raps the whole time, but it's just such a great. It flows well. Yeah, I love that song. It'd just be great to hear him like sing that song. Yeah. It sounds like the perfect one to hear live then. Yeah, exactly. I feel like the crowd would be pretty excited for that song. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'd say so. So, um,
0: I have a feeling about the answer to this one, but if you had to quarantine with an artist again, who's living or die- who's living or dead for
1: 24 hours locked in a room, who would it be? Yeah, it sounds like I'd say Mac Miller in that case, but <laughs> <laughs> or Jews are But in that case, it's actually tie between two. You know, I'll say my second choice first. It's a it's a rapper named uh, Denso Curry. Okay. He um makes great music. He's my fourth favorite. And I got um two of his records. Oh wait, I only got one. I need to buy the other. <laughs> uh but he I say his name because I watched one of those videos on youtube where like they just interview the guy yeah and he's just such like a like down to earth like humble like he's not nothing crazy or anything he just seems like a normal like person yeah that would seems like he would just be a great person to talk to he uh he carries a backpack with him to every show and the youtube is about what he carries in it and i forgot man i need to rewatch that thing that was a while ago but it's just such regular like shit you'd see like a down to earth person have but like yeah. interesting shit. Oh that'd be pretty cool. So he seemed like just a chill dude to talk to. But then number one, I feel like a lot of people would say this, but like Eminem <laughs> <laughs> Yeah you know I was
0: uh I was thinking a couple of seconds ago I was uh you know he hasn't really said much
1: about Eminem I'm going to ask him what he thinks about m, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I think he's a uh, like he's just insanely talented. I think greatest of all time, but mm. just like his whole story, everybody knows it. So, just yeah. a name like that with the story, and as crazy as you see him in interviews and stuff, it would just be great to talk to the dude. Yeah, and he actually seems like uh, when he's in good mood, he actually seems very very funny. <laughs> yeah, he's supposed to be. Yeah, very witty and very funny. There's some funny clips where, like, I guess back in his. When he was like really famous, they ask him like questions or whatnot, and he'd be like the most flat face serious person in the world. Yeah, but it's funny because you can tell he's not really like that, but he would just answer questions like, like they say, "What do you think about this?" And be like, "It's good." Yeah, Yeah. and like every question, he'd just be like that with like the flat face, and so he seems like a funny dude. Yeah, yeah. There's a a clip that always sticks out in my mind of
0: him. I can't remember who they're talking about now, but it's uh, the interview. The interviewer is speaking about this other uh, rapper and they're like, this rapper said that they were sent. God sent them to teach. You probably know what to teach the world (laughs) how to rap. And he's like, hmm, no, I didn't send anyone. (laughs) It's like
1: the perfect comeback there is, you know yeah there's so many things like that I mean the guy pro- like has to be a genius too with some of the lines he's come up with yeah yeah that's just yeah. like an example of him sort of freestyling a response yeah yeah just so quick and
0: and witty you know be able to think of the perfect response on the on the second
1: yeah and that's the weird thing with like rappers like him or Juice World could freestyle insanely well mm. but like people like those two or even other ones don't do well in school but yeah. at the same time you can't tell me they're not smarter than like kids that get like 4.0s in high school or like even like top of some colleges yeah yeah it's uh it's genius level iq but it just they show it in different ways exactly it's sort of like that i'm sure you probably heard it but like grading a fish to climb a tree and a monkey to swim in the water yeah. Yeah. It's that whole thing of nobody really is stupid.
0: You just <laughs> have to find what you're actually good at. Exactly. But um, it's funny as well. You actually, you notice some of these guys that are so good at stuff like that, but then back in school, they could have been dyslexic or, you know, they weren't uh, like we were saying, they weren't great at school, but they could have actually had a, a proper diagnosis of something like that. But then they actually
1: are Genius level like you, yeah, like them, uh, like Eminem. Didn't he drop out in like eighth grade or something? Yeah, I
0: think so. I think so.
1: Yeah, so it's just like random. And then, like, a common theme is like I'm hearing like maybe Steve Jobs or Bill Gates, or like other people are like autism, but it's like mm. a spectrum. So they're like, Yeah, there are people like that who are tech or like autistic but they're real smart in other ways, but that's why they didn't do well in school. So it's like, oh yeah, you got to properly fit each person. Each person's different and you're trying to fit everybody into this specific curriculum.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But I think over here anyway, I think the school system is just uh, basically how good can you memorize a book and repeat passages, you know, and then forget it the next day. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. That's it. But uh, it needs to be more practical and opened up to more skills, you know, instead of just memorizing the book and writing out that book in an
1: exam. Yep. And the um, Slavic Livin's guest I mentioned earlier, at the end, I asked him like, hey, what's one thing you want to tell the audience? And he responds like, or maybe it's like right before that, but he basically says something along the lines of, oh, yeah, what's that question? He goes, I want people to sort of look out into music or look into the industry or passion or whatever Mm because in school you'll never take any music courses really you'll never like take any audio engineering you'll never take any podcasting courses yeah there's like all these different fields that you're sort of never taught but you're taught like calculus that even as an engineer i'm never going to use any of that calculus yeah (laughs) yeah yeah exactly it's kind of it's ridiculous and i remember my math teacher telling
0: us like you'll definitely use this you'll need this every day in your life
1: and i say there's not even five minutes where i've needed you know the only thing you'll ever use is the uh okay i'm at the stop and shop and i got five oranges <laughs> and now let me scan one plus one and now that's five scanned oranges so like <laughs> yeah yeah exactly exactly it's uh
0: back to back to m&m then he's like i've noticed in every genre and it always happens every generation someone comes along and changes that style of music and they'll be remembered forever but uh what do you think rap would
1: be like now if eminem hadn't come along i don't know exactly because when people say like who changed rap you could like Kanye West, I don't listen to him, but I respect that he was like huge and he changed it more modern. Mm. Chief Keef, he wasn't as big, but people are, people say rappers that use like auto tune now and that style, which is like a new trend, are because of him. Yeah, but Eminem, like being just like one, like probably the biggest of all time, obviously had to have changed the industry. Mm. But then again, modern day, it's very sort of chorusy autotune and rap while Eminem is more like pure rap with like he has his choruses but he's very rapping fast or very word flow kind of stuff so yeah I don't know exactly how I'd categorize I mean he was the first like big white rapper everybody says that but yeah I don't know exactly how i changed change it he just probably maybe he like changed the whole style into his style maybe yeah yeah. But he didn't like reinvent, he just like sort of like perfected, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Do you think he opened the doors and made it more accessible for white rappers? Probably. I mean, maybe like you yeah, got like people like Mac Miller was a big one. Logic, he's half, um, half white, half black. Uh Chris Webby, he's from Connecticut, so yeah, represent Connecticut. <laughs> <laughs> but besides that. I mean, he definitely had to, so he probably did. Yeah, yeah.
0: Unless, Of course there was Vanilla Ice before him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Ice, Ice Baby. <laughs> yeah. Nobody can actually say his name with a straight face. Yeah, I remember in, like, high school, like, early, like, freshman year, I always thought Eminem was the first white rapper. And yeah. then somebody's like, oh, no, uh, Vanilla Ice. I'm like, no, it was, it's Eminem, it's Eminem. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> yeah yeah oh i don't know that you could uh you could very easily forget about finalize oh yeah definitely although he's he's in like movies here and there so i'll be like oh shoot there he is Mm, yeah yeah but uh what do you think of tupac and biggie then i think um the rough thing is everybody likes to say like they're the greatest of all time and i think they very well could have been Mm. but their careers got cut short. Like Tentacion, people like to compare him to them and like I don't think he was ever at their level. Mm. But at the same time his career was cut short, so it, you never know. Yeah. But they definitely are like those like foundations or like yeah, like they're like the foundation or those strong like this, yeah, the foundation, that's the best way to put it of the whole industry yeah. I feel like. Yeah. Yeah, I completely there, agree. Yeah, there's this one song I, oh yeah, I just remembered. It's a great Tupac song with a guitar that I just updated my playlist and I haven't heard it come up because I keep because I forgot to change it. But yeah, I don't know. I got I, one of my plans is to go through every album and buy those two artists because they're such big names. But yeah, I haven't heard every song, so I can't even say Eminem's the greatest of all time. Actually, take back, take that back because I haven't heard fully Tupac or Biggie.
0: Yeah, yeah, I gotcha.
1: Yeah. And of course,
0: you'll uh, you'll never run out of albums with Tupac because he releases a new one every year. <laughs> yeah, he's still <laughs> living out in, a, where is it, Cuba? Somewhere like that, isn't it? <laughs> Him and Elvis and John Lennon. Yep, Bob Marley there too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, um, So the final question then. If you had to pick a song to pair to appear on the soundtrack to your life, what would it be?
1: That's tough because my life isn't over yet. Still, <laughs> that's true. That's true. Still, hopefully, following some big routes. Uh, but let's see. I don't know. Um, I don't want to pick any like freaking corny one, though. I want to <laughs> pick a good one, but at the same time. My Spotify list is eighteen hundred songs. <laughs> <laughs> right. So in my head, I'm trying to go through eighteen hundred songs. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, shoot, that's a tough one. Um, yeah, I've, I've been hearing that. I'll say a song by Lil Dicky. He's um he's a comedy rapper, hence the name Lil Dicky. Right, right. But he did a good, serious song, great song called Make Believe and it's sort of like him like trying to be big in the industry being tr- one of the next names mm. and I guess that could be like me with podcasting like I'm trying to make everybody believe like not make believe but like yeah exactly like see. yeah also make yeah. believe great juice world song that's been stuck in my head but yeah like that's what I would answer that question with yeah yeah it's a very good answer
0: so um, before we go I'll take a a page out of
1: your book anything you would like listeners to know um person relating to concerts you made us uh concerts that made us I'd say everybody that listens probably goes to concerts already but keep going to concerts keep like second this all passes by keep enjoying every day because if you keep waiting until tomorrow or the next day you'll miss who that could be the artist's last concert hmm you could miss out on something like that. And I guess I'd like to plug my show too. Of course. That was the next thing I was going to ask you. Yeah. So, um, and yeah, for the audience, check me out at a uh, podcastaway.com, FM nine to 1.7. I just sit down and interview guests had one guest calling from death row for an episode had um, one guy went to El Salvador with the MS 13 and 18 street gangs and Ken Lewis. Great music production uh artists so I think people here would enjoy that episode perfect and you're on all the socials as well and yep uh, twitter instagram podcast the way perfect
0: perfect well uh
1: thanks a million for coming on thanks for having me
0: on it was a blast <laughs> well i hope you really enjoyed that episode it's great to be able to explore different music genres now and again if you did enjoy this episode please rate and review us on itunes it really helps the show grow now I'm really excited about next week's guest. It's a rising country musician from my hometown of Wexford by the name of Copper Kelly. I really can't wait for this episode. So, until then, keep rocking. Hey. Hey, what are you guys still doing here? The show's over. It's over.